hot wings in my mouth. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Cajun spice. We're Yo, good. Why do you hey. have the metronome on right now? It's don't blink. He's constantly doing music. Um, today's topic on future focus. Why don't you introduce her topic while I'm while I try to correct this uh minor nuisance? <laughs> oh wow! Mm. He threw. Th- <laughs> he tossed it all the way out into the open. It's that's just all the way out there. Uh, bruh. The devil trying to We're bury me. We're talking about the N word. And this is the irritating. N, the N word. The other N word. So, um, we're navigating the N word. Yes. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, click. Our brother in Christ, uh, Brady, uh, aka Fanatic. Okay. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of his. I still like his style and ability and. You know, crossbow and what they offered uh, us as um, yeah, gospel producers and gospel rappers. So, as we, a group. so we grew up on them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know what what are your thoughts? I mean, the obvious thoughts are you know the identification with the civil rights movement and um, the consistent struggle for Black people like ourselves to fight for humanity. Right for the 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 label of being human, um, amongst so much adversity. Uh, me personally, up until I only watched a portion of the film. Uh, Thirteen just came out on Netflix. Oh, okay. If you hadn't checked it out, uh, this is a you know subtopic of what we've been talking about. Uh, uh, but I was watching that about the prison complex and stuff like that. Great documentary. Um, and I, I had planned to finish it, uh, but I got sidetracked with music. You know how that happens. So, mm-hmm. uh, started sampling some stuff. We'll hear that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but man, it's just, you know, um, I'm kind of on the fence, you know, um, from looking up history and I mean, deep, deep history as far as the origin of the term itself, um, to, uh, things regarding, you know, obviously the attachment of, of slavery and uh, the immense uh, disregard for human decency placed towards uh, our ancestors uh, to the struggle of the civil rights movement. So I'm, I'm kind of, and maybe that's just me being young and 25, but I'm kind of still on the fence in regards to... Uh, I don't know. I may, maybe I won't use it as much, um, but I kind of, personally I see it as one of those uh, liberties that is at your own discretion, mm-hmm. and you should use it at your own discretion. But at, as respect to your fellow brother, like if your brother doesn't like that word, then don't use it around him. Same thing about meat. Same thing about you know, vegetarians are the worst. Vegans are the worst. <laughs> How could you eat? That's okay. You know, it's all right. If I don't, if if it offends you, we'll eat salad for dinner. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> kibbles and bits. Uh, <laughs> we'll be taken off the menu. Um, <laughs> 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 but uh, side side note. 
uh, back to the main topic. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of on the fence. On the fence. In, as regard to um, that term, personally. Well, let's see. I went to uh, college. Yes, I went to college. I went to Lane. Yeah, college. I went to college too. Yeah, Wayne Lane College in Jackson, Tennessee. I went to HBCU, um, and yeah, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about my heritage. I learned a lot about our people. Then I saw the ugly stuff about us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, the thing about it is that you have uh, uneducated mm-hmm. black African-American people that basically were looking to get educated. So a lot of times that word, the N-word, was used. So you have it, it was a Methodist college, so right. they would say stop using that word. They would actually correct us in saying stop using that word mm-hmm. a lot of times. So I feel like if anyone has the right to be militant at this point in time, it could be anyone that comes from a you know black college or black heritage or black anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's something that we need to I need to understand and analyze and and, and correct. But um, far the, is far as the subject at hand uh we basically you know through through uh gangster rap gangster hip-hop that you know it was it was told to be to be used in you know that form of music to get us to get us to start saying it again um Mm -hmm. i really don't know the beginning crux of music hip-hop that were they using the word a lot i'm not really sure i want to say yes but then again, I don't know because, you know. I want to say. Eighty-four, mm-hmm. eighty-five, is when the N-word kind of started to become more frequent. Fact checkers, check me on that. I know Marcus would be like, "Uh, ah, you're right or you're wrong." He'll probably hit me up. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, but personally, you know, it's just in 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 me and Fanatic had a really good uh uh build conversation about it on Instagram uh earlier last week. Um, you know, and I I brought up some historical facts. Um, that could be fact checked, like uh, the slave trade, the root mm. of African Americans or Africans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, was mainly on the Ivory Coast and the West Coast of Africa, mainly because they could not conquer the East of Africa, right. specifically Ethiopia. Right. King Menelik II, um, believe in the 1800s, he died in 1913. Mm. But they tried to conquer him. Um, you can look this up. Uh, king Menelik was the king of uh, Ethiopia, mm-hmm. uh, which is my, what I'm descending from on my mother's side. Uh, and the Europeans couldn't conquer him. So you can even look this up. They even had bills or what they call what we now call posters. They had those all around town advertising that this king was was white. Mm. Uh, so much too kind of discredit him that they couldn't believe that someone of dark origin could outsmart and outthink and lead people in such a way mm. um yeah so 
and and with that, you know, if you look at the root of the word, you know, um, N E G U S means emperor, mm-hmm. and N E G A S H means king. Now, I'm pretty sure that those that were, uh, how do you say, um, common folk not royalty we're using that in regards to king menelik and those that were you know whatever the hierarchy was right um so my understanding of it is or my explanation of the word is that if you are growing up in a um in a certain dialect and say you were placed in japan and they were saying a word over and over you would try to spell it in your native tongue the best way you can phonetically so that's how you got the misspelling of the n-word um, N-E-G-U-S mm. uh, And then A lot of people don't understand uh, That The terminology of black and white Didn't come till later To try to band together all uh, Race against one Because at, at one point in time If you're Irish or Scottish or a different type of heritage mm-hmm. Other than English or mm-hmm. Spanish You were looked down upon mm-hmm. So if you were looked down upon, you also were of low economy status. If you were of low economy status, you were not educated. So it was harder for Southerners to pronounce certain words such as S. Mm. So they would say R instead, which phonetically comes into, you know, we're talking about the word. I'm not going to use it on this, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, N-E-G-U. Right. S can't pronounce S, so you replace it with R. So I I I did a lot of research personally because a lot of people telling me like, oh, you shouldn't. You know, I, I like to know why. I don't like to being told no and then not knowing why. So I I did that research because there was an innate feeling in my heart, like why can't I use it as a term endearment amongst my friends? And it wasn't from. I don't know. I've never. I didn't get that term maybe from a. Rap, per se, is right. just a term I grew up with, um, you know. But again, I use it as a liberty um, that I believe should be freely chosen. Um, and if it offends people, you know, especially when I meet new people and I have friends, you know, I ask them straight up, you know, how do you feel about that word? You know, that's mm. probably is uh, what's the word uncensored I would ever get <laughs> with some people. You know, I want to just say something here and just kind of trigger something that makes me, I, I feel like, um, I feel like, you know, going to school for the time I went and discovering and talking to people with more wisdom that I have, um, I'm, I'm finding that it's almost like it's a lifelong journey. And as you, as we as African-Americans continue to live, you know, on this earth, mm-hmm. And you you see the the programming, you know, of 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 hate, you know, of, of I'll just say it, white hate, you know, what I'm saying or some of some other kind of hate mm-hmm. upon us. Um, so it makes you so it makes you wonder how far did they really go to what what extremes did they go to to pull the cloak over our eyes so we could see who we are. Mm. So you 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 broke down the phonetic spelling of the very you know the word that we were using mm-hmm. to for to formulate something like what it what it became right 
and then now you know you have a definition of something in a, in a certain dictionary. Mm. So what I'm seeing is you know you have uh, wordplay, mm-hmm. and so we know life and death is in the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people writing things to you know to to call themselves to educate us, right? Understand that whole principle as well, right? So it, what I'm saying is almost like it's, it's a continuous. If we choose to search out and research, an unraveling of who we are, our destiny, our capabilities of who we are. What I found out when I when I was in college is the fact that, you know, frats and and, and, and fraternities and different things that, you know, calls for us to black you know, for for African Americans or blacks to, be connected to you know, the world or giving someone a helping hand. Mm-hmm. I'm just really breaking it down when I say that. It's much more than that. But it changed them who they were, you know. And that's the scary part about it. Uh, I, I saw that, that, you know, it was great that, you know, we stood for something. You know, we had a, you know, I'm not saying that I was a frat. I wasn't. I didn't become one. But, you know, it seemed like the person – the, the the people that worship that particular frat that they were in, um, you know, I saw a lot of uh, 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 I want to say gang violence because you know you had mm. this particular you know frat didn't like this frat, you know, because they were this and this other person was that. You might as well be clipped, yeah, crips and, but, you might as well be crips and bloods, right. or you might as well be gangster disciples right. and, well, and blackstones, you know, and that's well what, if we're gonna go there, let's. You know, that's a dread because we're future focused, right? Right. So, any of my buddies in college, let me let me educate y'all on something. Um, when it comes, because I wanted to be an Omega man mm-hmm. growing up, right? And I went to Full Sail University. They didn't have any frats or anything like that, so I would look into applying to the collegiate, status. right? Right. Um, but. It's got to be the Holy Ghost because I always wanted to like I always got to know why I can't I can't just do something and not do something without knowing why. So it makes me study and historically find out the source of things and how that relates to the God I serve. Uh-huh. So um, you cannot knowingly as a believer participate in these things Um because there is root pagan religion in fraternities and sororities flat out right uh there's songs of worship uh one song is i can't even sing it um but there might be some fraternity or sororities here but the t- the the melody goes and if y'all are uh Delta or Omegas, you know what I'm singing. Right. Um basically the lyrics are all my love, um, peace and happiness I pledge or give, depending what the verbal is verbiage is, I give to Delta or Omega. Now, a lot of those are rooted in Greek mythology, which is also rooted uh if you know Greek deities. Right. Uh, and they usually have a Greek god or goddess that represents that fraternity and sorority. And then we also know, which is accessible on Google, 
that all fraternities are byproducts of Freemasonry and Masons. So you as a Christian are aligning yourselves with organizations that say that all gods are equal, but also have gods within those organizations that, you know, do the hazing Co- and all that. Coexist. Kind of <laughs> Before yeah. coexist as a term or hashtag ever existed, there was Greek fraternities and sororities. Right. Uh, so it's not nothing new underneath the sun. So finding that out and then also studying Deuteronomy 18 and those specific scriptures uh, and just, you know, not allowing your sons to pass through the fire, um, you know, and, you know, different things like that kept me, let, allowed me to be okay, like, all right, this is the inhibition I felt in my heart about why shouldn't I, you know, let me find out more because unless you become part of that organization, you don't get any information. Right. You know, everything, you know, is on the surface. And really, if you don't want to even go that deep about it, God, everything you want to know about Jesus Christ is out in the open. Nothing is done in the dark. with God. Right. Nothing right. is done in the dark with Christ. Right. So if you're part of a church that has a lot of secrecy and stuff like that, that's not the spirit of God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, this is, you know, I, and you said something I was talking about, uh, Oh, the fruit season, new fruit and dying and all that kind of stuff. So right. let let yourself die. Maybe that's me talking to myself about the N word. Um, but uh, again, you know, and people might take that as a liberty. I don't think the Lord will send me to hell or anyone to hell for using the N word. But I do know for a fact he will send someone for false idol worship. Mm or something, you know, it's just it's just something that to you just said so much. <laughs> you said so much, and you know, uh, you Kylie had you had me speaking to different things when I released, you know, my uh, uh, what God gave me on a particular subject. But you said so much right there. Um, wow. Uh, future focus. Future focus, and so so the the thing is, yeah. So what? are we going to do with the future as far as that's concerned as far as the n-word what is the future for the n-word and and how our perception of what it is because i see this is i see this you know a mass deception you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so you're saying the frats are constantly causing our people to be to be deceived right well yeah let me go back to that so my main point for saying all that because mm-hmm. i know i went on a tangent go like right, guys right, i know right. i went on a tangent there's a spirit behind that right there is an illusion of unity but there is a spirit of division in that because those spirits are represented by false gods false deities mm. pagan rituals and pagan worship and pagan hazing yes yes right, which right. Well, i mean that's all i mean it's all a part it's, of it. it's labeled hazing today mm-hmm. but it's considered kosher and okay to those organizations because before like in the days of old mm-hmm. that's what they did in greece i mean mm. greece was they were very smart, but they were also very foul. The Bible says knowledge puffeth up, puffeth up. Right. A lot of people don't understand that a lot of majority of Greece was homosexuals. Right, right. You know, so you know that all those types of things that land into like hazing, what's labeled hazing today, and they say, oh, that's just boys being boys. No, that's not right. You know, but mm-hmm. it, it's, it's the spirit behind that 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 condones that. So, 
but I don't I don't believe that's the same when it comes to our topic today. Mm. Uh, I believe it's a, it's it's a liberty. Now, if you like, if someone blatantly tells you, "Listen, I don't like you using," some people don't like you saying, um, "What's a su- substitute cuss words?" Like <laughs> "dang," "dang," "darn," "d a n g." People, some some old elderly women don't like you saying "dang." It sounds like the other one. Right. So if if mama said don't say that, then don't say that. It's the same thing with the N word. But I my my premise is everybody should know the whole truth and not part of the truth. Right. You know, it has done a lot of damage, but I don't think anyone I I personally believe that no other race, you know, even though we've addressed that there is no other races, no other skin tone is entitled to that word. Mm. Because that is a mm. word that's for us. It's been, and that that's part of my point too. Like that word is for us. It was for us from Jump Street. Right. But the races turned it into something else. Exactly. Because they could not conquer the king in the east. So they went to the west. And, you know, they might have overheard the common folk referring to King Menelik, N-E-G-U-S or N-E-G-A-S-H. And just use that term for every black person. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Right. And then also, I mean, if you do the research, we have to bring our sister Selena on the show, Kali's wife. Uh, if you do research, you will find that many black people were living amongst Africans, but were not African. Mm. Because they came out of Israel. Wow. And found refuge from the Arabs who were actually started a lot of slave trade Mm -hmm. and were killing black people Mm -hmm. or Jewish black people and moved into Africa and were living amongst Africans. So when people were saying, yeah, that's, that's in the books. So when people are saying, Oh, Africans, you know, Africans sold slaves too. No, it was, they weren't, I mean, they didn't sell their own people. They were selling people that lived amongst them. And there's actually tribes to, to this day, the Igbo tribe to be, uh, more specific, IGBO still lives in Africa to this day. They're not African, but they practice Judaism, wow. Messianic Judaism wow, to this that's... day. And they can trail, they can travel back their history. And you can look it up, IGBO. So I I, I like to do my research. I li- I'm a history buff. Right. You know, and I like to to know the root of things. I like to know why. I don't like to just be told no. Like right. you need to explain. Like I was one of those kids. Why? 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 So, you know, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll talk to anybody about, uh, anything, you know, as long as we can have a peaceful discussion. Um, but yeah, you know, and, and that's, 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 I think that's the future focus when it comes to the liberty of verbiage. Mm-hmm. I think the N word has personal discretion, mm-hmm. curse words, mm-mm. curse words from hell. <laughs> now somebody who was very prominent as a vocalist hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, wanted to petition using curse words in Christian music right right I understand that <laughs> you understand it or you understand <laughs> I understand I read the article and I was kind of in shock and I really just didn't get the yeah so uh, I, I, and one of my brothers 
It was saying, you know, I, I, I personally can't see it used in common conversation, any of the cuss words in any culture. But let's say 100, 150 years from now, the Lord didn't return yet. And it's common in culture to use that word or OK in culture. Across the board, mm. you mean to tell me it would be used across the pulpit? <laughs> What's being with cuss words? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, that's funny. I, all I, things I, are I, lawful, but not all things are expedient. <laughs> oh, and man. I know a lot of people's like, well, yeah, Steve, that could apply to what you're saying about the N word. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I understand all that. Um, but again, I think that's a personal discretion thing because when I'm using with someone who's in agreement with me, that's mm -hmm. one thing. Using a swear word in common conversation with someone who's in agreement or not is abrasive in any manner. It is. It is. And it shares the con it shows the content of your heart. Yeah. You know, it shows where you are. You know, uh, it shows, you know, it reveals the anger and the rage that's within inside of you. You know, uh, uh, you, you can't sit there and say those words and and, and say it comes from a joyful place. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Good job. Good job, son. You know. You uh, know. <laughs> we're referring to the article. I think, was it on? No, I'm not I'm not dropping it because I'm trying to get featured on the website. I'm not going to drop a title. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know. I, we'll talk later. We'll talk later about no. that. But anyway, just... I just, I just can't, I just can't fathom that in my, you know, my thinking, you know, like I said, where I was going with this whole thing, what I was trying to say is the fact that it's a huge cycle of the enemy, you know, saying to cause us to be deceived, you know, and if we don't have uh correct legislative um, law and, and we don't have legis legislative things concerning uh, spiritual matters and integrity within that, then we'll lose, we'll lose that, we'll lose all kind of things, we'll and so you'll have, you know, young leaders, emerging leaders uh, doing things like that, you know, uh, in the yeah. pulpit. So yeah. you, you got to be very, very careful. You got to be very careful to to not take or not allow that to happen. You know, we have to stand up mm -hmm. for what's right and do our history research. And that's the thing about it. A lot of folks don't like to research things. And see the hair situation. Right. We just we just trust that. And, and and to anybody who is a leader in anything, I would say this: it's important for you to, <laughs> it's important for you to study to show thyself approved. Because when you're a leader, everyone's looking to you for answers. Right. If you're the only Christian on your job, anything that you say regarding Jesus Christ or God, people are going to run with. Right. Period. They're, they they may not ever open up the Bible. They may never pray, but they'll come to you asking answers. And you'll be like, well, why, why is this person? I don't even like this person, but they keep coming to me because the Holy Spirit beckons the soul. So when you, you that's why it's important to stay on your word. That's why it's important to stay connected, get filled. Because when you go out into the field, to get filled, when you go out to the field, <laughs> uh, you're going to be needing to pass on that knowledge. You know what I'm saying? So True. that's that that may be why i'm such a digger when it comes to the root of things you know it's good to have it's good to have someone like you around because you know uh it's good to study and research things and to bring those things to recall those things at the proper time mm -hmm. and i think that's wisdom you can have the knowledge right but, but releasing it at the wrong time 
you know, saying right. or, or 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 understanding things within the context of what's you know, which is can be very complicated. Um, but I think it's a good thing to to do that, and and we need to always have people that uh, basically um, want to recall and want to study to show ourselves approved to to debate yeah. what's right and what is wrong, what's truth, what's not truth, you know. Yeah, because how else can you tell someone that is in a lie or operating in a lie and leading others in a lie if you don't know the truth, let alone the origin of such? Right. You right. know what I'm saying? And, and and just a real quick note, like the Bible covers everything. Like, yes, it does. So, like, you just got to you gotta be willing to be led into those areas. And I don't mean led by somebody else. Lead yourself to god and humble yourself and read the bible just like i love the old testament i love the new testament and proper research yeah and proper research and learning how to connect the dots between cultures to don't read the bible as its own event it happened within the world so read right. it along that same time I, I love i love speakers i love preachers like that i love preachers that can give you some some, some accurate correct background of right. why the scripture said what it said at this particular time Mm -hmm. And I want to become one of those type of teachers and preachers because, you know, you have to, yeah, because nowadays you have, you won't have leaders that won't do that, you know, and they expect for you to do the homework. Okay, and it's time to go. You didn't tell me. <laughs> nah, it's cool. Uh, hey, this has been Future Focus Crown One. I know I'm Don't Blink. You have a good day. God bless. Yes, sir. Tune in, tune in. Tell your friends. Thank you. God bless. Check out Unburied everywhere available now. I'm buried, man. Go get it. Go get it. Breath.